Are you a sex worker looking to build a new website or a website redesign? Then you'll want to consider Fox Digital. They did a fantastic job designing my website, Stripped by Sia. If you want your website done, mention that you're a listener of the show at foxdigital.design for 20% off. Tell them I sent you. Welcome back to another episode of Stripped by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people in between. I am your host, Steph Sia, aka Kimchi on stage. Thank you, lovely people, for coming out to watch me this past week at Shaker and Show Lounge. I hope you had fun. Um, it's been a long time since I've been back on stage, but um, fear not if you missed me there. I will be at the taboo naughty but nice sex show in vancouver canada i will be there performing on the main stage on friday at 5 45 p.m as well as saturday at 3 p.m and you can always find me at the ava fitness booth i'll be there doing mini shows throughout the day and night um wearing very little clothing so feel free to come by i might have some little merchandise to give away as well um and of course if you just want to say hi you love the show or give me any feedback if you hate the show etc etc i'd love to see you come hang out um so if you didn't know what the show is about it's basically about sex work and it's all about destigmatizing the industry because as you may or may not know our work is highly highly stigmatized there are many folks that are employed in this industry and i just really want to be able to provide a really transparent approach to sex work, share the stories of different sex workers, people that are involved in the industry, background, like administrative things. There's so much that is contributed to our community. So I really want to be able to do that by sharing the lived experiences of those who are involved in it. So I bring on a different guest or guest plural, surprise, surprise, every single week, like today. Stay tuned to see who I'll be bringing on. Um, just want to do a couple more shout outs before we get started here. I just wanted to say hello and a big shout out to my paying Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much. Um, basically, your money goes towards funding my website, um, making some merchandise, bettering my equipment and sound and all the fun things. So I super appreciate your support. And of course, for those who are on the second and third tier, um, I just want to give you all a really nice shout out here. So we got Snoo Snoo from Germany. We've got Arup Sarkar from BC, where I am. Uh, same as Jay Sunsern, also from Canada. We've got Justin Erickson from Vancouver, Washington. We've got Ted McGuire. We've got Selena Money. Some new subscribers, we have Marty Lang, Earl Kwan, and Trey Lanti, and much more that are on the lower tiers as well. Uh, subscriptions start at $4, so a price of a coffee, depending on what kind of coffee you <laughs> shop for or consume. It is Stripped by Sia on Patreon, so patreon.com slash Stripped by Sia. If you want to get involved, feel free to check it out. Different subscription tiers available. Also, just want to give a quick shout out to my network as well. So skyhawkafterdarktv.com. This is a excellent network filled with different industry, adult industry podcasts, video casts, other forms of media there. 
including some other guests um, that I've had in the show that have their own shows as well. So um, really honored to be a part of that and be sure to check them out. It's skyhawkafterdarktv.com. And last but not least, our sponsor who made my lovely website, StrippedBySia.com. We have Fox Digital. It's a really great way to get your website started or if you need a website revamp. Be sure to contact Anthony at foxdigital.design for 20% off exclusively for Stripped by Seal listeners. Go peep him, tell him I sent you, and get something beautiful and pretty made for your presence online. Okay, so I mentioned, um, since we got all that stuff out of the way, (laughs) I mentioned I usually bring on a different guest or guests, plural, on every single week to share their experiences and their perspectives about sex work onto the show. This week is no exception. I am super excited to have connected very recently, actually, with JR and Jasmine Cruz. Um, I met with them, I guess, on Twitter. We had intentions of meeting at the AVNs. I fucked up and couldn't get back into the event. And then There was a whole bunch of drama that happened on my end, which I fucked up on, including my ticket for the awards ceremony in the red carpet area. But anyways, that is beyond us. It's okay. We're meeting now here virtually. I'm going to have to go out and see them in person at some point. But yes, please. I am so sad because they're super fun. And like, I just feel like I've been knowing you guys for like, like much longer than we've been connected for. And it's just been a couple weeks. But if you are not familiar with JR and Jasmine's work, they are digital content creators. They're also uh, represented as talent by Cox Models. And, oh, there we go. Well, Jasmine is technically. (laughs) Um, And they're also the hosts of the Just Cruising podcast, which will be debuting next month, February 2023. So stay tuned. They're also um, part of the Swinging Lifestyle, which is also a big topic that we will be speaking about today because I really haven't had anyone come onto the show. I have not had any swinging experts on the show yet. So I am super excited to have you both on. JR and Jasmine, are you there? We are. Hello. We are here. Hello. My brain's here. Come on. <laughs> so excited to have you both on thank you so much for joining me and for my lovely patreon subscribers you guys are in for a treat because we got some amazing outfits here i wish those listening can see them of course you'll have to subscribe but we've got uh jr cruz aka mr sexy buns in this like barista sexy starbucks outfit (laughs) you stand up and give me a twirl oh there we go sexy bun That's a big booty to kind of just shock on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's one of the full sexy buns. So that's why you're called Mr. Sexy Buns. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and Miss Jasmine here in this beautiful white bikini here, showing me all the goods, giving a little booty action here. You guys have to subscribe to the Patreon. I'm telling you, you those who are not subscribed are really missing out on a lot of great content. <laughs> <laughs> His booty is bigger than mine, but please, I don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm super excited to have you both on today. Cannot wait to speak about um, your experience in sex work, your entry into adult, um, talking a lot about swinging, 
you know, parenting, all the things today. Um, but I always like to throw it back to my guests too. Like, how would you like to define yourself? And if you were to give yourself your own intro, how would you how would you go about doing that? Oh, oh, that's 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 my cue. Um, so, well, so we're Jasmine and Jr. Cruz. We have been married for eighteen plus years. We've been in the lifestyle for roughly eight and a half, nine years. Um, she's been in the porn industry for about four, about four years, five years now, but just recently signed with Cox Models. Um, I got gently nudged into the adult industry and I've been doing uh, some <laughs> fetish shoots as well. Um, we just love having fun. We like being open and upfront and honest with everybody and part of our focus, especially like in the podcast is just to kind of help everybody see that, you know, we're all in the sex work industry and everything. We're, we're all people. Like we're not just some crazed deviants. We're, you know, we're, we're husband and wives. We're uh, parents. We're, you know, members of the community, things like that. So, you know, I hate the, the stigma that's associated with that, which is what I, one of the things that attracted me to, to your show that that's part of what you wish to accomplish as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that was amazing. That was perfect. Did you rehearse that? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he did great. At first, he actually is usually the host on Just Cruising. I'm usually like the add-on. The color commentary. I'd be like, yes, I agree. I totally agree. I really the, agree. The caramelized commentary. You think you believe that The great thing about being that kind of power couple that we kind of can understand each other on that level. Well, um, we want to. We want to be that power couple. Yeah, we want to be working towards. I think we are. We're, I mean, we're, we're, we're a power so. couple light. Yeah, we power couple light, and uh, for both of us, like you said, it's maintaining that balance between having your personal life as well as that work life. Yeah. As well as being a very like genuine people when we're around other people, like you know, like he was saying, I don't curse, I don't drink alcohol, I've never done drugs. And it's always like, oh, so what are you high? I'm like, look, baby, I'm high on life, you know, <laughs> because I don't do either. It's just my energy is, is just like that naturally. And I'm just very, I love to meet people, network. And that's the biggest question is, how do we do it? And I yeah. think we wake up, we wake up like four or five in the morning, we work out, we train, we have a positive mindset where we like to, um, establish that kind of positive vibes yeah. know, in our, our lifestyle because I don't think many people see or you know envision this is the kind of life we have but I guess the biggest struggle like I put that in another interview that I answered uh, by someone else was is being able to be that parent to, to separate being a parent and then doing your work and going okay you get a phone call at a photo shoot okay what you can't do that. Okay, go study. And you're like trying to travel and then you're trying to let trying them to know. Parents, parents well. at the same time. And you're like, oh, wait, I'm going to get sexy. But wait, I'm not getting sexy. What? What did you get? I'm like, great. What? You know, it's just like you turn on, turn off switch. Yeah. To, to understand how to do that. And we're still working on it. So constantly a work in progress, right? Absolutely. <laughs> trying to find that balance. It's so hard. Cause like being in sex work, um, especially with a lot of like online work, but also like with any in-person work too, it's just like finding that work-life balance and how do you not burn yourself out and how do you like not go crazy? Cause like a lot of this is just being on like 24 seven, which we'll talk about later on today. But before we get into things i would love to hear 
your origin stories in sex work, like, and maybe we'll start off with Jasmine since you've been in the industry a bit longer, and then we'll bring you on, JR, too, and how you were introduced. <laughs> yes, ma'am. How you got into? <laughs> oh, okay. I love you. So, it was I was in Korea. We'll go a little bit. Days yeah, ago, let's take it all back. back yeah, part of day one. This friends, she was in the car, and as a joke, she's like, "Girl, you look hot. You remind me of Asa Hole." And I'm like, yeah. "Who the heck is Asa Hole?" Asa Hole, love her. Asa Hole, and I said, "Well, <laughs> what did I say?" Asa Hole. <laughs> well, yeah, her. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw her photo. I was like, "Yeah, she's pretty hot," but she's like, "Well, you know, I think you look a porn star." And I said, "Well, I don't know. We'll see how that goes." Because you know, at the time, I was personal training, I was doing bodybuilding competitions, teaching English. I know we have a crazy lifestyle. <laughs> we were both doing all this stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, I never thought of it. But, you know, I think you know how to be very sensual, sexual. You're very good at posing, modeling. Have you tried it? So the funny part is she linked up with a photographer back in the state side, um, Jimmy Hardy. So uh, she introduced me to him through FaceTime. And then he was like, well, if you're really serious – Let's send some photos. Let's let's do the modeling part. And it was hard to be like our time difference was different. Mm-hmm. So what was late for him was early for me. So we had to work out our meetings to see each other. And lo and behold, I did send the photos to him. Um, he's like, hey, when can you travel back to states? I'm like, look, I live here, you know. So I'm gonna have to like send it for now. I have a bodybuilding competition, so I had to choose between bodybuilding competition or you know, go into states to model, and you know I had to stay because I had to compete soon and lifting and you know bodybuilding competitions. But you know, fast forward, um, I got really into it. I sent some photos of sexy like toy videos, which I'm not very good with toys at the time because it was kind of taboo. I'm Filipino. We don't. That's not oh, something I, we don't they're all same Filipino here too, so very taboo. This guy. Well, it's funny. She came over and she's like trying to put the the Hitachi thing on me. I I, I did the, It was very. Rabbit. It was oh, a rabbit. But he was trying. She was trying to. I just wasn't there. But then she, he was like, "Let me chime in." And then he gets <laughs> his name. I was like, "Oh, oh, yes. Whatever you're doing, I push her aside. Sorry, girl. I was like this. Keep on going. And then from there, we we set up and only <coughs> accounts. I did a lot of girl and girl and like toy stuff because I thought that was where the money was. Mm-hmm. He helped me learn the toys. He helped me find the right G spots where I could come a lot. <laughs> Wait, there's, there's multiples. I don't know. You, you just make it happen. <laughs> and then after a while, you know, he was like making me feel very sensual, sexual. We did a lot of scenes together and OnlyFans, but I really thought girl and girl was the thing. After a few years, um, you know. We did meet up with the photographer. We did like lots of scenes together and lots with solo toy stuff, self-masturbation. And then finally this year, I was like, you know what? I have done girl and girl for like four to five years. No one's actually been working. I introduced this to Sexy Buns. We revamped our whole OnlyFans by a friend of ours, AZ Hot Wife and Mr. J helped me create my Twitter recreate the OnlyFans, tell the crowd out there, showcase our talent. You know, he can cook, he could twerk, 
You know, he taught me how to pole dance. <gasps> what? I put oh, all of it. Shucks. I created his TikTok. I created his Instagram. We were at Exotica. People were asking for him. So now I wake up every morning and I kind of work and help him out with his Instagram and his TikTok. Wow. He has only fans as well. Mr. Sexy Bonds is going nationwide, worldwide. <laughs> Very proud of his 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 A star star or his buttocks. We <laughs> <laughs> are today sharing the story of thank you for Cox Models, uh, Connor Cox and uh, Charlie Comet, their business partners that are my agents. Thank you to Scores Group, Team Ski Blaze Studios, who's hired me, Wideside um, Production, Sarah J that hired me, and amazing um, photographers and other. There's a long list. Yeah, I'm sure. The porn production mm-hmm. that definitely promoted my butt off on Twitter, on everything. Yeah, so, and that helps so much. The six months for his dick for pleasing me. <laughs> oh, same for him. I love his mind, not just his dick. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait. So basically, Jr., you were introduced because you were introduced to the adult industry because Jasmine needed help. With kind of, um, I, like, your assistant. Once we, so I would, you know, film with her. You know, we kind of kept my face out of it at first and all of that. Um, and then when we were down for FetishCon this year, um, that was when we ended up meeting uh, uh, Mark Blaze from Blaze Studios and shot, shot a bunch of stuff. And I was kind of still running like her Twitter and her social media and all that stuff. And we, uh, we ended up shooting a scene where I got to act. In in the scene, <clears throat> I got to with play Johnny face. Glass. I'm sorry. Like with your face this time, not just yeah, as, yeah. not just I a stunt talk. <laughs> and I had to uh, explain to him that he needed to kind of help me out with this insatiable woman. Um, so he had to fuck his stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. That's so um, fun. Well, yeah. Um, and then, you know, not to discount, she also was a stripper for three years before we left to uh, left for Korea. Yeah. And, and then has been a stripper yes. since. Yes, I have. And I love it. Yes. Oh, I forgot to mention. I don't want them to kill me. But uh, Peter Fitzwell and Naomi Fox actually helped me also introduce me in the industry. They're amazing porn stars. Yes. And we met also, them through the lifestyle. We met them through the lifestyle. If it wasn't for them... Then they gave me the positive encouragement to, to work hard and to keep with it. Um, I had a lot of struggles and understanding it because I had to watch more porn. Mm-hmm. She had to build her confidence, yeah, really. Confidence. It's like she yeah. she just she doesn't realize how beautiful and gorgeous she is. And Aww, that's so sweet. Unfortunately, it doesn't always, you know. When you say it as coming from the husband, a lot of times it's, oh, well, you're married to me. You have to say that. I'm like, no, it's, it's true. Like, I wouldn't. You're not just yeah. paid to say that. <laughs> so wait, so back up here. So so you met, you were actually introduced to the adult industry by people in the swinging lifestyle who are actually porn stars too. Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 So now, okay. So Let's talk about that as well. So let's talk about swinging in general. So first of all, swinging 101, can you explain to the audience in your own words and terms like what swinging is? Because maybe some people might have some misconceptions about swinging is and people have their own idea. But I'd love for you to provide your own explanation in terms of like how you would describe the lifestyle. 
Okay. Um, so Sorry. It, <laughs> <laughs> it likes to distract me while I'm talking sometimes, and it just it's very difficult. But, I'm distracting me, so, too. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, we were doing the... <laughs> so so the, the lifestyle really is just a, a, an easier way of saying what a, a better term is, uh, consensual non-monogamy. Did you just drink my coffee? I did. I thought it was tea. <laughs> That's not true. Um, so consensual non-monogamy. So, you know, monogamous relationship, husband and wife. Non-monogamous would be, you know, the, the inverse of that. So we are able to interact and uh, play around with other people outside of our marriage, but within our boundaries, within communication, and it's it's always within consent. Absolutely. Uh, so important. So important. Communication is everything in it. Um, And then it's, it's not even just about like, you know, when we get to fuck other couples, it's great. Um, There's, there's so much more to it. The community that the people that you meet in, in the lifestyle are just some of the most genuine, the most like un um, unfiltered. They're not, you know, trying to put on, put themselves out to be something else. They're just, they're just them unapologetically them. And that's really how we've always been, Anyway, so it just kind of really found our our place in there. Yeah, and we have like a real, I like to build a good chemistry with them Mm -hmm. and not just like chemistry and friendship. And overall, a lot of our swinging friends, we we haven't even had sex with most of them. Like we were talking about this, 80%. I mean, it's great. It's a bonus if we get to, but sometimes we were like, it's not even about that because we have a long-term friendship that we can it's really more about all dependability, of that. Dependability, reliability, relationship, the chemistry. Going to another place, knowing that we can go places and hang out. Because, you know, we, we travel a lot now. But the, at the moment, we didn't have much friendships. Because our lives are, you know, family, sports of the kids. I'm a trainer, you know, yeah. exotic dancer, working in porn. He also works full time. So it's like, we're our go, go, go is our lifestyle. So. <laughs> and then, you know, like a lot of, we, we really, because of everything that we did on the other side, like we, we didn't want to hide who we were, but yes. also we didn't want to just kind of like throw it in people's faces. You know, being here in Georgia, we're kind of in the Bible belt. And, yeah. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pearl clutching going on. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it, it's like, you don't have to hide who you are around other people in the community. There are absolute, oh, excuse me, absolutely people outside of the lifestyle that are um, very open and, and friendly to that and don't, you know, care, which is awesome. It's just the preponderance of them is is more in the lifestyle than out. Totally. Yeah. Like I would say like along with sex work, like swinging can have like a bit of, it's a very like, ta- it can be very taboo. Oh, absolutely. We've had friends that lost their jobs because of it. We've had uh, friends that actually uh, were taken back to court with custody battles because it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's not recognized as, as what is quote unquote normal, which is monogamy, right? Fortunately, there's places out there like the national national coalition for sexual freedom. I believe I said that right. The NCSF. Yeah, that's right. um, That they, they have a, a whole community of people like that are willing to help out and promote the, the other aspects of it. And that it's, you know, we're, we're still people like we're not, absolutely you know, we don't have to have sex with everybody that we meet. Like, Oh, Hey, we're swingers. Let's look. No, yeah. Like, yeah. there's, 
there's so, there's so much more. Some, and there's some kind of connection yeah, that like, goes along we with want, it. Like, like she mentioned, like we're not going to sleep with everybody that we meet. We're not going to sleep with everybody that, that is yeah. in the, the community. Yes, and we don't expect it either. So yeah. um, Totally. And that's like the same thing, again, like along with sex work too. Like when people think – like or when people like hear that I'm a dancer, people and know that I do – like I have an OnlyFans, and they just automatically – Think like, oh my god, do I have a chance with you now? Like, oh, yeah, yes. how many guys now? are like, well, you know, if you need somebody, I guess yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I could help you out, you know, and shoot with you. Like, oh, gee, Willikers, thank you. I, I've never had that many people offer before. You know, it's like so hard to find. Somebody that, you know. Literally the same thing. So many parallels yeah. too, which is why like I thought you guys would be a great, great fit to come onto the show to speak about this. But I mean, going back to I guess eight or nine years ago, because you mentioned you've been in the lifestyle for that long, almost a decade. How how did you get introduced um, to the lifestyle? Um. So I I've been. I come from a few deployments and I've had some, some issues that I've been dealing with for years and it, you know, like with the PTSD and stuff like that is, uh, for a while it was also kind of ruining my, um, uh, my libido. Like I, I just, I wasn't feeling ever in the mood. I really wanted to be kind of, uh, away from everyone. Didn't want to be around people. I didn't really feel loving or being loved sometimes. It was just, there was a lot of, of messed up stuff. and. When we first started dating, she was, uh, so she was 25, I was 19. Wow. Um, As far as sexual peak wise, like we were right on the same wavelength, even though there's a big age difference. So we went from like, and this girl three, four, five times a day at the beginning was like, yeah, (laughs) I'm like, it's two o'clock in the morning and I have to be up for PT at like, you know, I attacked you anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So. So because of stuff like, but I mean, primarily like the whole, um, I didn't feel like I was taking care of her in, in that, that way. And I didn't want her to, to suffer who she was because of what I was dealing with of who I was at the time. So I had proposed the idea of, you know, Hey, well maybe we, uh, maybe we throw someone else into the mix. Maybe I, I need, uh, I need a tag team partner. I can be like, Oh, <laughs> all right, you got us. You know, um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I always do try to keep a sense of humor about everything, like within the struggles and stuff like that. But so we slowly kind of got into some things like that. Her being bisexual, we had started off with, you know, like just uh, other women and stuff. Sandwich time. So, <laughs> and then. But yeah, so it just and and we've evolved as we went, and we've definitely had our our pitfalls and our challenges that we've had to overcome. Um, and really, the, the biggest piece of that is communication and establishing boundaries. Absolutely, um, yeah. I wanted to ask, like, how did you approach that conversation to Jasmine? Like, how did you go about that? Because that can also be really nerve wracking and like really anxiety inducing as well. Uh, Especially, I'm assuming before you were probably most like um, monogamous. I would say before this, yeah, yeah. Um, I, so kind of, I, I worded it in similar to kind of how I, I just said it was just like, uh, you know, babe, I know that I'm not uh, currently. I'm going through a lot of stuff, and I'm not really fulfilling you in in that in that matter. And so I I thought we would give this a try. Um, 
and she was reluctant at first. And you know, the, that's where communication kind of comes in. Cause a lot of times it's, Oh, so you want to, you want us to be able to sleep with other people. You want to fuck with the girls? I was like, no, it really, it's, it's more about you. Cause I'm really don't want to fuck anybody at this point. Um, but so like, like I said, communication, learning, evolving, we've kind of gone through it and it, we didn't really start <laughs> doing it right. Shall we say until <laughs> I actually started getting into some podcasts about the, the lifestyle and kind of learning more. Um, and I started listening yeah. to them with him because some of the terms I did not know. And I was like, Oh babe, like listen to this. This is like people that have been doing this for a while and their, their whole thing is about helping others kind of enter into the lifestyle, learn about how to talk about it, things like that. And combination of that. And then our going to we go to marriage counseling. Um, and she, Fortunately, we found a marriage counselor that has uh, certifications and other types of like sexual things. Oh, good. So it definitely helped to not have somebody that was like, "Oh, that that's that's terrible. That don't don't do that. don't do." <laughs> yeah, especially being in Georgia too, you might be like met with that kind of like you know pushback. But Jasmine. Um, what, where was the reluctancy and hesitancy coming from? Was it just because like you had never done this before? Were you nervous about like hurt, like with hurt feelings or anything like that? Or like, where was it, where was your mind at that time when, when Jer approached you with that conversation? Yeah. So for me, I think the biggest challenge that I had was the jealousy factor. I mm-hmm. think as a female, it is a natural thing for us to be jealous. And for <laughs> every woman that I've talked to, they have said the same. So for me, it took a lot of understanding it. I am very clingy and attached to Mr. Sexy Bun. <laughs> and I told him, yeah, I'm a little jealous. It's like, is she hotter than me? Did she do it better than me? I'm competitive. So in my mind, I'm like, what can she do down here and down here, up here? Like, you never know. And then part of me is like, am I adequate enough for him is my question. Because, you know, getting in there and, you know, I love Mr. Sexy Buns. We created beautiful kids, but, you know, outside of that, when you get in that room, you're like, oh, gosh, you know, can she, it was a real conversation. Does she do it better than me? And, you know, is she, and then he, he proposed a perfect example. If she's better and you think that, maybe she could teach you. And ta-da, guess what? Yeah. I started doing content with other creators, and there were situations where I actually did my first time to do, like, you know, the dick in between my tits. And I was like, well, can you teach me that? Actually, we could do a video. Okay. <laughs> me, girl. Tell me how it's done because I've never done that. And Naturally, I'm- I reluctantly accepted. Yes, I was like, oh, he had yeah, to. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And for me, it's like the most I have before Mr. Sexy Buns, okay? Let's respect you. Um, I oh, like, BS before Sexy Buns? Yes. <laughs> like at least two guys, but I haven't done like a group of other men. But he that one day we were in fetish convention and it was was a travel horse that we did content with the guys yeah. it was Italian Sally and it was Rowan and then I did content I had to do like five six guys in one day and I've not done it but you know what my heart was there I'm gonna was like I'm gonna learn all this stuff so when I get my paid porn I am prepared he made a perfect example mm, so that get get me not so nervous but there's stories behind that, so that's another one. Another <laughs> I was going to say, oh, one oh, of those man. things about the if she or he does something better, I 
Like, I kind of, so what I, so me. one of the things I, I mentioned to her was like, babe, we're always looking to be the best that we can be, right? Yeah. So if he does something better that you really like, like, you know, even on a shoot, like, bring it back home. Yeah. Be like, oh my God, he did this to me. So perfect example yeah. is when uh, she did her scene with James Angel. He did this thing where he kind of pulls her arms behind her back while he's, uh, while he's fucking her doggy style. And she called me afterwards and was like, Jr. oh my God, I, he did this thing and I really want to try it. And so when she came home from the shoot, I was like, oh, like this? And she was like, oh my God, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So I love that's the that. way I just, in the end, it makes it. It makes us better because we yeah. learn from others. Well, that's a really, really good approach, too. I love you interject it, man. Sorry. <laughs> well, anyway, as I was saying, the jealousy part, mm-hmm. feeling comfortable, and also knowing that on his end, he's actually the one who's encouraging me to do all right. this stuff with other men. Right. He actually said, you know what? You're com- compatible with this guy and this guy. So it's the other way around. So people ask me, how do I choose these guys? And I'm not going to lie. Mr. Sexy Buns is the one that does a selection process. You know, me, I'm so shy to, to actually message or call them. But he's like, you know what? You would be great with, hold on. Let me go contact this person. And here I am going, you know, first I thought it was awkward, but you, the guys usually ask me, so so how is it that you to choose me and stuff like that? Actually, good story. Well, my husband saw you on Instagram. He's watched your work. And he told me to study your work. And when I saw you, I was like, dang, okay, that's really hot. I really do want to work with that guy and that guy and that guy. That's <laughs> hilarious. So Johnny Love, G.I. Joey, Peter Fitzwell, James Angel, Triple X. <laughs> and these are people that I know off the top head. There's more. They just stand out because I, I actually connected and, like, we had a lot of sex with each other <laughs> on and off sex. <laughs> like, well going back to like the jealousy conversation like how do you navigate that and like how do you establish your boundaries when you're in the lifestyle well so so that that goes back to the the communication aspect of it and well trust of course Mm -hmm. but like to be able to kind of sit down and go over like before you go into an encounter um even when we were doing uh we were shooting scenes with uh uh, AZ Hotwife and her husband, Mr. J, they were like, we stopped first and we were like, okay, so boundaries for today. Like, what can we do? What can't we do? What do we stay away from? Things like that. And, you know, everyone's a little bit different. So that's what we always try to make sure that we cover that. And then you have to respect that too. You know, like there is no, it, there is no compromising. It's, it's you agree on stuff. So like if she decides she doesn't want this, and I want that. It doesn't matter. Like whoever whoever is not comfortable with with whatever that act is, trumps trumps all of that. Just because because that you, there's no forcing. I mean, there's that ruins the fun of it. Yeah, then it's not fun anymore. You take the fun exactly. out of it. And everybody's got. Uh, I think I said uh, earlier when we were talking. I said uh, not all swingers are created equal. Yes. Like every, not all <laughs> not everyone's boundaries are the same. Right. I mean, there's everything from there are some couples that they only want to talk in a group chat. There's some that like they can talk to this. You can, the, the wife can talk to the wife by themselves. The husband can talk to the husband by themselves, but the husband can't contact the wife and vice versa. Um, you know, and we're, we're kind of already 
past a lot of that stuff. We're just past that. I mean, but, I tell them everything. Tells not everything. to say that that's bad. Everybody, again, like we respect everybody's boundaries. That's just not where our boundaries are. Yeah, that's not how you kind of operate. And that's yeah, really cool, we too. we share everything anyways. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I'm just curious, too, because you've been in the lifestyle for so long, for almost a decade. Like, how have your boundaries shifted from, say, in the beginning when you're first starting out and this is all brand new to you? And what does it look like now? So we were we were basically soft swap only yeah, soft swap uh, in the beginning. Before. Yeah. So soft swap versus full swap. Soft swap is more like oral is kind of the, the limits. Um, full swap is actual, you know, penetration. Yeah. And for me, I'm, I'm going to put it out there that I think swinging helps too because – you know, now I'm getting paid porn. It helps get me more comfortable on sets. I think I was really nervous and had a lot of anxiety on some of the shoots. But after doing it, practicing it, getting to know the people, it makes it easier. And I love sex. I'm a sex addict. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like I said, on and off camera, I think I like to have fun with it. And I just, you know, people say, okay, I did it. I had got a check. I got paid to do paid porn. Me, I'm like, I got paid porn. I got to F you star star and I loved every part of it. So <laughs> me, I'm a very highly sexual and sensual and passionate person and I love it. And if I'm about to attack a guy or, you know, if there's a female, whatever, I'm going to jump on that dick and ride that dick. And you know, you guys, that I named all of you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm getting hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you. I love it. I that's really cool. Like, I think that's a cool parallel too, because like I was going to say, because you're swapping so many different partners or like you're interchanging partners so often, I feel like that would really prep you and like help support you in sex work, especially if you're doing like a lot of different collaborations. Um, If you're doing anything on like paid, like porn sets and stuff like that, I think that's actually a really good way like to like prep, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Absolutely. Like she was, she had mentioned that she was really nervous about like her first couple of shoots. And I'm like, babe, just let out that, that dirty girl that you are. Like you're, you're a freak, babe. Just let it fly. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. I just, I press them, I last them. I like, well, yeah, them. don't worry about all this stuff. Like you enjoy what you enjoy. Go get it. And I was asking him, what do you think the guys think of that? And they were, he was like, I think they're flattered that you're doing that. <laughs> Because if I were a guy doing that and I was a hot girl, I think I'd be like, wow, my yeah. ego would be t- taking off. So for me, I do what I please, and I'm excited to show that on camera, off camera. And, you know, I can't wait for the next shoots coming up in February because <laughs> sounds spicy. <laughs> So, like, I guess going back to, because, like, uh, you had mentioned, Jasmine, that you had been introduced to the lifestyle um, in a way by some other porn star friends of yours as well. In addition to JR, like the problems you might have been having at the time, the challenges you might have been having at the time, and you wanted to just give Jasmine a bit more um, sexual freedom, I guess, <laughs> in that sense. But um, yeah, when did, when did you start really getting involved in the lifestyle? And what I mean by that is like meeting other people. And how did, how did you... How do you, when you first start, how do you go about meeting people that you know are in the lifestyle? It's not just some rando or someone that is not, is very monogamous. Like, how do you meet people and like, how do you vet for them? You know, you just walk up to people in the, uh, you just walk up to people in the grocery store and just be like, hey, what's fuck? No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
So for him, he developed a very like uh, smart idea. He joined like Facebook groups, and you know, there's certain on social media there's swinger groups, and we got a lot of like mentorship mentorship from these people that are already in it, saying this is how you filter the ones that you like. What are the types you do like and not like? And he was able to you know set that up for me. And then after a while, we started seeing some of the people on the lifestyle groups. And I was like, whoa, there's some of these pictures are showing the same people that we saw on the apps as well as a Facebook group. So we started chatting for a little bit. And JR is just great with networking. And he was able to communicate and say, hey, let's meet up. He, he'd be like spontaneous. He's like, okay, we're going to come today right before you head to the club. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Like, we're just going to meet them just spur of the moment. He goes, no, this is life, you know. Make it happen. And that's why I married him. I like the spontaneity. I like living for the thrill of adventure because me, you have to push me to do it. I'm a very, I'm not ready. But he's more like, we're ready now. What's holding you back? <laughs> so we, we've been meeting people. We do. I feel like we're having swinger dates. Let's go meet them we at do. a restaurant. We call them, so we call them meetups. Meetups. Um, <laughs> and it's really just more of a get to know one another, hang yeah. out, and just talk. See the um, vibe. Very rarely is that the same time that we'll. Um, very rarely will we play on the on the first date. We're uh, we're right. kind of prudent with that. Yeah, we're <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's it's cool, though. Like we like the mental and we like the physical, but usually the having a conversation, the mental is like a sexy thing. Yeah. Characteristic. I was like, one of one of them we did a spur of the moment was like he didn't think we were, we we're gonna play it. I'm like, I'm ready. They're talking about books. They're intellectual, and I was like, oh shoot. <laughs> so without putting too Putting names out there, just no, uh, <laughs> we were we were actually going staying overnight at a over in Atlanta area for a, our kids wrestling tournament, and we made a weekend out of it. And so we met them, we did dinner, we went to a, a rest uh, to bakery afterwards, and then we went right to um, Tokyo Valentina. Is that what it's called? Yes. And uh, next thing you know, they're uh, we're we're looking at double one dildos to see what. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing okay wait hold up here hold up here so also yes you are both parents of some lovely children of course as well Uh, yeah like how do you navigate and how do you find the balance between trying to um be involved with the lifestyle but also have kids and also how do you come like come into a conversation with your kids if you've ever had a conversation with your kids about either sex work or swinging. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, so with the, um, with the, when she started, when she was a, as a stripper, you know, the kids get older, our kids are 15, 14 and 13. Um, kids. Wow. they kind of figured the, the stripping part out on their own. Um, it only works so long about she works at a bar. Right. That's why she has all of these singles. Right. Um, and she had, so she has these signature light up shoes. Her dancer name was Estrella. Yes. And so they like sparkle and everything. And so she'd have them like sitting there charging, you know, <laughs> heels like that tall. I have the um, same ones. <laughs> so finally, at one point, I forget how it all happened, but they were like, Dad, come on. We, you don't wear those just to regular bars. Like, <laughs> I was like, are you guys, you guys okay with that? And they're like, shoot, we, we go to, we go on great trips. We get, we get all the stuff we need. Yeah. You know, Hey, she's got to work. 
Did you work a couple extra nights this week? I want to go <laughs> no, <on right>? <laughs> and the funny um, part was my daughter had said, um, yeah, photo shoot with that lingerie. <laughs> and I'm tired coming from work. I work 10 hours, so everything spills out yeah. the bag. Sometimes I sleep with my clothes. So one day I just slept there like this, or my money, like I was counting it. And my mouth was open trying to count it, and I was drinking tea. She and fell asleep with the cover <laughs> chest. Just, and then um, it was like, you're, you're horrible at lying. So <laughs> that's when I said, well, I did. I really thought they knew I was a bartender. Like, yeah, mom, a bartender, sure. A bartender. <laughs> um, but no, so that's the, that part of it. And then um, we started kind of, we, we already knew that we wanted to raise our kids in a more sex positive environment because – like your parents are, I don't know, we grew up in like, you know, abstinence till marriage and all of that. And, you know, you don't discuss things like safe sex or, yeah, you know, how to, like that. and I was like, did, did that stop anybody that worked for like anybody that wasn't a fundamentalist kind of, <laughs> oh God, God's just watching me. <laughs> not to mock religion or anything like that. I'm not, um, <laughs> but no, like all you're doing by, by giving them only one avenue is they're still going to want to try other things. And if they don't, if they aren't armed with the tools to, to proceed cautiously and carefully, then they're going to make mistakes. And that's where things can kind of start to happen. So we started talking about things like that. Um, kind of explained a little bit about the community. It was uh, the lifestyle stuff. And it actually started, they were having a conversation in the back of the car. And they're like, well, I think that's cheating. And this and that. I was like, where did you guys get this whole idea? They were like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, well, so what would you say if we, if I told you that, like, you know, we were in the lifestyle? And, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, I'm, you know, here's, here's how this is going to work from, from today on. We will never lie to you. You ask us a question, we will give you the answer. But just be prepared, because if you don't want to know what the answer actually is, don't ask the question. <laughs> That's very true. You know, and then as far as in the in the industry, I mean, they're in high, two out of three of them are in high school already. So, you know, we know kids have access to all that crap on their phone in the beginning. The last thing I want, that I wanted was some kid to be like, you know, oh, look, is that your parents on Portal? Yeah. yeah. Or they get emotional, or you know, to be like shocked you know, like that, I, I couldn't even imagine. That. So we kind of just told them. Yeah. Wow, how was how did your children react to that information? Like how so did they just they, they handled it really well. It was more of just a like let's just not talk about it. We know, but we don't, don't want to know the details. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm not going to try to give give you the details, but again, like, you know, <laughs> just don't ask the questions, <laughs> and we won't give you the answers. <laughs> You know, but no, like, but we still talk about, you know, things like safe sex and, you know, waiting to not necessarily waiting till marriage, but waiting until you're ready to accept the responsibilities that come along with that. Absolutely. Because that can be like your first can be true, uh, true story. She's actually my first. <gasps> no yeah. way. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, That's sweet. <laughs> but, you know, like to, it is still a big deal, whether the, no matter how you look at it, like anytime you do something for the first time, that is something that sticks with you. So if you end up with, you know, whether it's uh, our son, you know, ends up with some floozy that's just kind of does whatever she wants and not to necessarily call that person a floozy, just like 
Someone, someone, let's say someone more sexually free than they are that is able to separate between the emotions aspect of it and the physical aspect of it. For that, for them to have feel like it was something really special to them, and not have that same feelings with the other part with their partner, that can be. I think that can be pretty damaging to you know self esteem, emotionally stuff like that. I'm sorry, kind of with pick up the kids from sports. Sorry, okay. sorry. You guys still have time. You guys still get. Taking the phone. Like, I, I got this. Okay. I got this. That's well, right. Well, I think um, that's really cool and natural, too, that, well, one, like, your kids kind of approach you. Because I feel like if the kids are asking the question, then they are old enough to know at that point. Like, kids are not stupid. And I feel like a lot of the times with, like, old school ways of parenting and teaching or, like, the ways that I grew up and, like, maybe Jasmine, you had a similar experience with Filipino freaking parents that are so overprotective and like no sex no this like everything super strict like that kind of like for me at least like makes you rebel more and like i'd say that I, yeah. I tell that to my kids i'm like everything that you're thinking of i thought of every if you've ever snuck out i was there and guess what filipino parents my mom was like so uh you're gonna wear that to the club or the church where are you going and she goes, lift up your skirt. And then she was like, this is my real outfit, mom. She goes, aha, see? <laughs> but then I tell the same thing to my kids. Yeah. Don't lie to me. Just be honest. And if you're doing it, just be honest. Though It's more worse if you lie behind our backs than if you tell the truth. That's why they're shocked at us sometimes. They'll say, oh, wow, I thought there was a worse punishment. No, it takes more bravery and more courage to do what you did and take the responsibility than somebody behind our backs. That's what yeah. makes them weak. Like you're lying. still gonna get punished. It's not yeah. gonna be as bad as if we found out when you were lying. Um, yeah. I just just want to circle back just real quick because I do. I, I did. I felt as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, that's not what I meant. Like what? to the the negative connotation about people that are more free with their um with their sexuality. I it, I don't I, I don't ever want to to actually make people feel like that's a bad thing. Like it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. So I, I apologize if that came out that way. I, I, I Oh no, like, I think it's fine. It's hurting me. So I'm not bothered. Do you feel that because of your lifestyle and also like with your involvement and your profession in the sex industry, do you feel like that has made your conversations easier with your kids or more challenging? Yeah, I, think so. I think there's a weight off my shoulders now. I've been holding back these past few years. I've been dancing a total of seven years. Can you imagine hiding, trying to wear something, trying to hide the money? Like I was more stressed at work and it was more like relaxing to know other mothers already you know i kind of got jealous when they were like yeah my kids know and they're okay they know that it does this and, and i support them me it's like I, I i couldn't be in locker room conversation i was like I'm, I'm like i'm hiding i'm lying and doing this but it was it was like that, that that part of me wanted to get it out and i was very on edge and he noticed that i was very on edge whatever i did i felt like everyone's watching me and then he and then finally this year, I was able to, I have less stress. I'm highly more sexual than ever. He's shooting out like, you know, lots of sperm in my mouth like ever. <laughs> so I said the word S-H star star. Ladies and gentlemen, I said my first cuss word on a podcast because I got horny. But anyway, <laughs> it was S-H star star, but the real word came out. 
But anyway, oh he's just <laughs> putting sex into it. Like we're having sex as I come from the club now, you know, even before going to work. I mean, his sexual, like, you know, his hunger for it is for the last 18 years, it's probably the most ever. Like I'm, I'm actually, and we're able to be more, you know, trustworthy with our words. I love him to death. I do everything. I'm not going to get crying on this freaking podcast. I'm just going to say that yeah. he makes me scream, not mm. cry. She, uh, <laughs> and she found out that she really kind of likes watching watching and filming for I know. me as well. I, I, I wasn't comfortable before. I was like, no, I don't think I want you to do that. Now I'm like, okay, babe. So I had my first shower scene, Laura Cross and Leo, and I and I was watching Laura with him. I'm like, I'm going to be in the shower watching. This is my only OnlyFans porn live stream. I'm going to watch. Because I'm only <laughs> the one in the camera, right? So it was like, yeah. here. So now I it able to feel more free, more relaxed and calm yeah. and more trustworthy of him. Because I've been, you know, I was looking at, I, I'm always, you know, I'll support her in anything that she wants to go and do. And so like, you know, when I was having a film, I mean, I, I had, I had no, no app, apprehension. I was like, I'm right in there. I'm like, Oh, they need the, they need the undershot. I'm like, I'm right under there with the camera, like getting the, getting the balls. <laughs> Smack in the back of the pussy. Like, <laughs> I was right there. I didn't even care. Yeah. Like, and so her now doing doing that. And I've always one of my kind of fetishes is I, I like being told what to do in, in there. In, yeah. In the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when she's like, oh yeah, Jr. Yeah, fuck her. Okay. Take her from behind. Yeah. Shove that. Suck on those nipples. Hole. Suck on her tits. Drive on her heart. <laughs> You do this, and I'm just like, okay, let's, okay. let's, uh, <laughs> I was there, I was there. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, like, with all of these layers with your lives, like, it really lends, it sounds like swinging has really lent into sex work, and sex work has really, le- like, lent a lot into your own lifestyle as well, like, your own relationship, strengthening your relationship, strengthening your relationships with your kids, like, what are some, I guess, like, in your own words, like, what are some lessons you might have learned from sex work? Um, um, well, from sex work, so, <laughs> that was a, that's a, there's a lot of aspects within that. Um, <laughs> but no, so lesson, I mean, so, communication, again, I know I say that a lot, but it's really, really important, like, being able to openly talk about what's going on, um, being able to trust that, you know, nothing other than what you're being told is happening is happening. You know, and if something change, you know, if something say changes, like I got a phone call or a text or, you know, vice versa, like, Hey, so I just happened to run across like when we were at AVN and I'd be like, Hey, so I, this other girl wants to shoot content. Is that cool? She's like, yeah, go, go. She's actually like in the middle of shooting the own <laughs> porn scene. You know? Yeah. So it's she'll be like lot. in the middle. Of, oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, oh. <laughs> Facts. It's facts. It's so exciting. Facts. Oh yeah. But the thing is, like this year, honestly, after 18 years, this is the most trust I've had in him. It was a big step for me. This is a breakthrough. This, I've yeah, had this a has hard been time. Our, our best year. Yeah, this is the best um, year as far as sexually and also being able to be agreeing with the swinging, agreeing like if he was off to do a shoot and I wasn't there, I don't. I told him I don't have to be there anymore. I trust you. Wow. I, trust me. He's, I've gone to shoots and I, I still ask his permission. Is it okay? Because it's that level of respect. And mm-hmm. if he says it's not okay, 
then I'm not going to do it. But he's all for it. And he's like, go, babe, have fun. And I'm that's the same right. way. Have fun Don't with get it. <laughs> yeah, that's exact words. I love it. I mean, it sounds like this is really like strengthened again, like your relationship and, and your trust and just like really has built some firm roots in the foundation of your relationship and your marriage. And now even in the work that you both do together. So I think what you both are creating is so freaking beautiful, sexy and hot and just so awesome to hear on the show. So thank you both so much for sharing. Um, we do have a couple questions from the audience as well that we can probably dive into right now. It shouldn't take too long, but um, oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, question one. So this person wrote in from Instagram. When swinging, is it important that you each have a partner at the same time? You want to feel that one? You want me to? Well, I would say I'll, just, I'll go first. Okay. We don't necessarily have to have one at the same time. Uh, we always open up and ask each other, is it okay? Now, if he's not okay with it, then I won't do it. And the same, vice versa. So there has to be, like I said, that, that trust and knowing that we're in agreement. Because if it's not going to be fun if one doesn't agree. It's going to like ruin the whole scenery, the whole aura of our sexual tension and our hunger for each other. Yeah. Um- <laughs> Primarily, we typically will only swing with other couples. Um, there's because and then there, there's there, so there's swinging and then there's creating content. And and there are there is a fine line between the two. Like now, some of them sometimes they cross. But when we're actually just not when we're not filming content, we're just like going out and, and having a, a fun night. It's really more of we want to do it with with a couple. Um, and mostly because the conversation, the chemistry, the connection, like we got to have that, that four way connection in order to really have it work. And I'm not going to lie. I do get nervous too. So, um, I don't, oh, should I tell my secrets? If I do get nervous, I hold on to the arm of the person and I'm having sex. And then I tell him my secret. I'm like, off, off a, camera. We'll save that. We'll save that one for the podcast. Yeah. We'll save it for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so realistically, so so yes, when we're swinging for us, one of our one of our boundaries is we want to have another couple for the most part, and we want all of us to have a connection. Because mm-hmm. if one of them is not it, then it's it's not going to be fun for all of us. No, because what we do is like it's a connection to, between us as well. Like I love seeing her. And pleasure, you know, being pleasured, like really in that that bliss, eyes rolling in the back of her head, freaking. Oh, <laughs> oh like yeah, yeah, all the things. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and she would want. She doesn't want to see me like just kind of like messing like a dead dead fish going on. You know, just like if the if the the other wife is just kind of like one of those laying there. You know, and I'm just kind of like. Uh, no one wants that, that right? Okay. <laughs> You know, that's that's not gonna. She's not gonna have fun with it. You know. No, no, that makes a lot no. of sense. Yeah, it's all about the connection too, and I kind of like how you guys um, approach it too, like ha- having a, a drink or a coffee with them first to see if you even vibe, see if there is some kind of spark or anything that like that you can relate to. I think that's super important to really establish. Okay, like is there something here that we can build on, right? Um, the next question is, uh, pretty simple. I think we answered it earlier, but how long have you two been in the adult industry? So, uh, in the adult industry 
four years four for years her. For me, yep. Six months for me. Freshly new. Fresh. I'm, new. <laughs> I'm just a baby. <laughs> and then I believe we start. We kind of already answered this in depth, but if you want to add anything to it, but how did you get started in the adult industry? So yeah, so I mean, we we did kind of already cover that. that one of my uh, one of my coworkers was also in the industry before, and was in the lifestyle as well. Um, and it, the conversation started. We met uh, a photographer, Jimmy Hardy, and just kind of went on from there. Yes, yes, Hardy. all right. Yeah, we'll just yes. Scroll back to listen to that part if you missed it earlier in terms of how to get started. But um, before I let you two go, where can we all find you? So all of her links can be found on her website, um, jasminecruisexxx.com. And then my that takes her to her her all of her all of little, my, my bio or whatever you yes, call it everything all of my, things my Twitter my TikTok yeah. my Instagram my OnlyFans my porn they're home, all listed my on there store wish my wish list <laughs> <laughs> they're all there so Jazz Jasmine J A Z M I N E C R U Z X X X dot com we have we're everywhere yeah. all over social I'm, media I'm still kind of building my link tree or whatever you want to call that thing so I'm uh, Mr. Sexy Buns, Mr. S- uh, spelled out, and then uh, 2022 on uh, Instagram, on uh, Twitter, you can find me at uh, JR underscore Cruise 2020. Your TikTok, Mr. Sexy Buns. Yep, just Mr. Sexy Buns, M I S T E R S E X Y B U N S. And then my OnlyFans is uh, just JR Cruise 2020. She's Jasmine Cruise Fans. Perfect. Got to plug all the links. I got to follow you guys on TikTok as well. I can't wait to see your content. Yeah, please do. Jasmine Cruz OFF1. And Instagram, Jasmine underscore official underscore zero one. I'm trying to save time and just get into your room. (laughs) It's all good. I've got all the links in the show notes below. So for those who are listening, feel free to give them a follow, go subscribe to their shit. Um, pay for your porn, peoples, and yeah, go support no, them. They're super no. fun. <laughs> and for everyone else listening at home, it is uh, stripped by Sia on all podcast platforms. So if you're listening on Apple, I appreciate a review. <laughs> I would appreciate some five stars. Same with on Spotify. Jasmine's dancing right now, and I'm maybe going to be nibbling on JR's neck right now. And it's new episodes every single Sunday. So be sure to subscribe. Um, give me your feedback. Uh, stripped by C on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, but for now, I guess that's it for, for you too. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having us. Oh and it was so great it. seeing you quasi in person. Close for those of you that are awesome. looking at her, she is gorgeous. Yes. Let me tell you. Filipina power. Thank if you. If she's ever looking for some content partners. Yes, I'm going to have to ask you guys when I'm when I see you guys next. Yay. But thank you everyone for listening. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned for a new one next week. See you later, guys. Love you. Bye. 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 You're listening to Stripped by Sia, hosted, produced, and edited by Steph Sia. Music by Ted D. Graphic design by Maria Valenzarama and photography by Ian Davern.